previously on the lineage of Moonreach. We spent the better part of two hours navigating the mysteries of Mandarin's Tower. And... <laughs> Mandarin's Tower? Mandarin. Mandorian oranges. I'm keeping it. Mandarin. The Mandalorian. Keep I forgot the word Mandarin. <laughs> ah. Inside his secret room, Miralux's sword was trapped within one of my old father's journals. And we took a long time trying to figure out how to break it open. The rest of the gang, while I was poring over that, discovered a key that interacted with this door that would go to different spaces. But I don't know a lot about that because I wasn't in there. We found out from some discarded sheets of paper that Herstag had been a close relative to ours that we had never known. And now we are busy trying to decide what to do next. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. All right. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate oh, podcast. Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> A weekly 5e Dungeons and Dragons actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table of the internet, we have our players. I'm Billy and I play Willem. I'm Lindsay and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorble. That's right. Each week we record for your listening pleasure, and this is episode 93. <gasps> it's none of our birth years. We're on the race to 100. <laughs> My little sister was born in 1993. She is just a baby. Uh, Mine... Not anymore. <laughs> Wait. Do yeah, I know? she is. No, I don't. She's a very small person. Oh. Now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. <sighs> And if you would like to contribute a campfire question, please check out our Patreon uh, because you will be allowed to do so um, if you know if you get to a qualifying tier, just like Illegal Screen just did in our last episode. Billy, is someone breaking into your house? No, I keep hearing weird like background noises, like somebody's death wail. Yeah, that was us. That or was something. Me. I want you guys to design very quickly a very simple. NPC person that lives inside Wolves Rest has a normal job just to kind of flesh out some of the the people in the town. Got it. <laughs> you can you come up with name, race, and what they do. Got an overall image immediately. Also, Damn FYI, it. keep the races to uh, centaur. Like, uh, <laughs> I would. So my top two, I was going to say either a centaur for laughs. And then I was going to say a hobgoblin just to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, keep it to like the things that are commonly in Veildlin. Human, half elf, elf, half orc, gnome, halfling, uh, dwarf ish. So, yeah. Is there another that's pretty common? Lots. And I can't think of right now. That in, Drow. In I don't know. I didn't hear your list. I was thinking. I got it. I'm good. Okay, <clears throat> so for tonight's Around camp- the Campfire question, I want you all to tell me 
one person inside Wolves Rest that uh, that you've interacted with, and uh, you know, uh, tell me a little bit about them. Um, this is a chance for world building here. So just tell me, you know, name, race, what they do in Wolves Rest, and if you have any additional information about them, anything personality, anything, you can go ahead and uh, let me know that. So. Right off the bat, we're going to start with Pinwin. So my, the, an NPC that we've interacted with, correct? Yeah, yeah, that you're making okay. up on the spot. So this NPC's name is Rock, and mm-hmm. Rock is a gnome, and okay. he has <laughs> a lemonade stand. <laughs> <laughs> He has a lemonade stand. So, you know, the gnomes are usually very, very helpful. They're, like, doing a lot of putting stuff together and tinkering. He sucks at it. So (laughs) so they're like, just do your own thing. And he decided to go into making lemonade. Pinman happens to love lemonade. So we visit often. And But is his lemonade any good? (laughs) (laughs) It's shit. Wow. For but Pinwin goes there for the friendship. Wow. <laughs> and because right. it reminds him of good lemonade. It's almost there. One day. <laughs> he has hope it'll get better. All right. So Rock the Gnome with the lemonade stand who's Is bad at everything, gnome? including making lemonade. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gorble, tell me about uh, an NPC. Okay. I will tell you about someone on my shit list right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> named I'm going to put him on blast for everybody in town. Glarib Bick. <laughs> Glarib Bick. Oh, you're talking about Glarib? He's a human. About 5'10", kind of rotund, and kind of a jerk. I commissioned him because he said that he was a master rug weaver. <laughs> And my floors were getting a little cold, so I asked him, will you make me a rug? I gave him the colors. I gave him the general design I was looking for. He said, sure, I've gotcha. I put down a deposit. I waited months. I went traveling. I went adventuring. I came back. I thought it would be waiting for me. No, still not done. Waited longer. He finally finishes it. It's not exactly what I wanted, but it's whatever. I just needed the rug. So I put it down. A couple weeks later, it's already coming apart. It's terrible. That Glarib. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Glarabic. Master rug weaver, but also also bad at his chosen craft. Okay. Let's see if these <laughs> continue. Thank you, Gorbel. Thank you, Pinwin. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Tomar. <laughs> so in the stable area... There's a huge dude. He's really huge for like he's he, we think he's human, but he's so big that we might think he might be like part ogre or something. Like maybe his parents were <laughs> kidnapped by ogres or something. But he just his name is Branth Horse Tamer. <laughs> what, wait, how do you spell his first name? Branth. <laughs> At least that's how he says it. He, he's very <laughs> ugly. And it's very clear that he's been kicked by several horses. Um, but I and his name is Horse Tamer. And I think that's where the confusion came. Like they were like, your name is Horse Tamer. You belong in the stables. You're going to be taming the horses. Uh, we don't know how good he is at that. 
but he's big and strong. He can lift hay bales. But yeah, he's clearly been kicked in the head multiple times. He's not very bright. So <laughs> maybe the name is actually Horse Stamer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows? Like Ranf could be mean anything. So yeah, that's bad yeah, Horse Stamer. <laughs> yeah. He's not great. Uh, so far, right. great additions to our town. Mm-hmm. That's why they're yeah, showing up no now. They're D tier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Willem. Uh, so I'm going with a halfling named mm-hmm. Virgil. Uh, he's in charge of lighting and putting out the street okay. lamps every night. We pay uh, someone. He runs lights. up to each one, climbs oh, it. Oh, and he's so short. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. It fills him with a sense Aww. of pride and adventure. Uh, in his spare time, he whittles scale miniatures of cities out of onyx, and he studies ancient currencies. Is he really bad at one of these things? Uh, he's mediocre. Uh, he's pretty good at the miniature wh- whittling. Uh, but yeah, he, he lives alone uh, and just kind of keeps to himself. Pretty normal dude. So Virgil is a halfling that is in charge of lighting and uh, and putting out yeah, and dousing Dancing. the street lamps. He whittles scale miniatures of cities and yep. he... Out of, out of onyx. onyx, and he studies ancient currency. Yep, very nice. How good is he at lighting the lamps? Oh, he's he's excellent. He, so he has, you know, you ever see uh, like the people that work on telephone mm-hmm. poles and stuff like that? How they have the mm-hmm. belt that they use to climb up. Wow. That's what he he does. So he very nice. Look capable, but boy, does he figure it out. Makes a word. Yeah, that's that's kind of like his. He he reached a point where he realized that he was spending too much time inside with his miniatures and whittling and studying and collecting. Uh, that he was like, I need like an outside job, and so that's kind of like his balance. He he gets he gets that fulfillment of being like, oh yeah, I'm this tiny, you know, person that's able to. Uh, scale oh, like the street lamps. You know, someone that you wouldn't think that you would appoint to that. And yeah, it's just kind of like he get. That's his time outside every day. That's his like <laughs> break from being holed up inside. Nice. All right, you guys can all take a uh, point of inspiration, yeah. or you can take inspiration. Sorry. All right. So let's sh- do it. Shall we yes. get started? Yeah. All right. When we last left off, you guys were debating the merits of time travel, and suddenly there was a knock. On the door. Don't answer it. Who's there? <laughs> That's basically inviting them to lay down on the floor, and pretend we're not home. Now they know we're here. I mean, I'm not here. Is that better? I knock on the door back three times. <laughs> <laughs> Who's there? Who is it? <laughs> Who's in there? What? What? Turn the key. Who's in there? Belinda? I mean, who's asking? <laughs> it is Galash. Who's in there? Galash? Um. Galash. Garage? That sounds familiar. Do we know that person? No. You sure? Go away. We're doing dishes. <laughs> Sound like a goblin or something. Why are you in there? Are you okay? Are you okay? Just had too much cheese. I'll be out in a minute. How many are in there? At least 12. About <laughs> 46. How many are you? I am just one. Galash is one. What are you doing? One what? I am lizard folk. What are you? Uh, 
ASL. <laughs> Cooking? We're a shitload of things that eat lizard folk. Stay back. You do not scare, Galash. What are you doing in there? What it are you so doing small. out there? And, okay, clarification. Is this is this on the other side mm-hmm. of the door that let all the water, oh, the swamp is. water in? Hey, is, are you, are you in a swamp out there? Galash, Galash? is in a swamp, yes. <sighs> okay. Gotcha. Sorry, sorry to have disturbed you if that's the case. Uh, we'll just be on our way. Uh, Galash, Galash wants in. Do you come to this door often? Yes. What do you what? do? This is where it, this is this is where my workshop is. Why are you in my what workshop? What's going on with this door, guys? I don't know. <laughs> Wait, who who do you think is supposed to be in here? No one. Then I, why'd you knock? Because the door was closed. Can I ask you? Does the name Mandoran or Kelsey sound familiar to you? No. There is only Galash. Okay. Well, what about people you uh, hate? Well, any people you hate? So sorry to have disturbed you, Galash. Uh, you <laughs> I I cast the the super <laughs> forgiveness. No, <laughs> <laughs> Galash. No, um, I'm. So the door is closed yep. right now, right? I'm gonna turn the key okay. back, and then turn okay. it again, and. Open it up just a just a peensy bit, just a squeak. And as you open it up, you see the stairs and hallway down where they were uh, when you first entered Mandoran's tower. Okay, we're back Do to we normal. Do we want guys. it normal? That was bizarre, yeah. right? Uh, absolutely. So is that where all the water came? Is from? Is that significant, or I, is I that don't... just weird? I don't know. Yeah, you guys are still in a uh, like a I'm... <laughs> pool of water. Did essentially. we ever decide our next steps? Is is it draining out the door now? <laughs> I know we talked a lot. Oh boy. Yeah. Do we go through the door for one of those places? Would that get us somewhere productive? No, 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 no. That's that's like that's that's way too like yeah. random. Like let's let's stick oh, with our sure? let's stick with our fun. plan. How many places did you guys see? Uh th- two. two. There there's a there was an astral looking plane. And then the swamp Wasn't plane the that brought that? all the water in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stairs. In between, it was, yeah, the stairs. It was stairs, space, stairs, well, I think we should, swamp, Wait, stairs. do you think there would I be another one? Try again just to see. Yeah, absolutely. There's only three spaces. <laughs> the whole episode's us opening the door repeatedly. <laughs> Tomar. Tomar. You try turning oh. the key okay, and opening I'll the door. Do Game changer. Okay, so Tomar turns the key. Like this? Try, try and think of, try and so, think of somewhere that you want to go. Think of a destination, just for shits and giggles. All right, and then I do that, and I open the door. It remains the hallway and the stairs. It's broke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, Gorble, you try. Think of think of a destination that you want to go to. Okay. Close the door, turn the key, and then open the door back up. I turn the key and I open the door. What were you thinking of? I was thinking of my favorite bar. Your favorite bar? Um, well, you open the door and it's not your favorite bar, but it isn't the stairs either. You're looking into the back door of your gargantuan mansion. Oh. <gasps> Is this how he was getting into my mansion? Ooh. Through your back door? This is your back door. <laughs> What? Backdoor and. Do we say <laughs> hi to your maids and butlers? 
I close the door and I turn it again. No, I want to turn. And I open the door again. <laughs> it's back to a hallway. I'm gonna use I'm your gonna imagination, in, Omar. Like off, under his arms, and I'm gonna turn the key and open the door. Fine. <laughs> it is still the hallway. No. And the stairs. <sighs> well, Willem, did you try thinking of a place and then seeing if it went there? Try I have thinking. Not. Try it again. Okay. I am going to think of Vocha's oh, airship. Good idea. That's he opens good, it up and it's the sky and he falls. <laughs> he falls <laughs> yeah, because I just heard <laughs> without, like, without any <laughs> like it's facing yeah. down. Yeah, I was I was picturing a, like a sudden <laughs> pressure change. Like you're in an airplane or something. Yeah, it's he like, would still be fine. He would just yeah, have it's his like, boots activated or his slippers. The rest of you, yeah, it's just an MC. It just sucks it's an MC and the boots stay put. Okay, so yeah, I, I think of the deck of Vocha's airship. All right, you open the door and <laughs> there's a lot of wind and it's very cold, but it's not the deck of an airship. It's a passage in the mountains. Well, that's a oh. weird interpretation. Is this in the Belderac? It kind of looks like it could be. Remember when we were hiking up the the mountain in the Belderac and we stopped to rest in Gorbel's mm -hmm. mansion and Pinwin and Herstag mm -hmm. saw Mandoran and he showed in the up mountains. and he gave you the gave you guys the lantern and stuff. Yeah. Well, they were they were in a chest mm -hmm. in the mountain. Are yeah. these all the places that we've run into Mandoran? Why are they only working for you two? Gorbel, do it again. I swear to if we're her, related, her Willem. I understand. Her I understand because probably her hobgoblin. We don't know that. You and flesh possible and royal blood. Oh, she didn't so. think that to us. I feel like it makes Did sense you? for Willem because I don't remember. Mandorin's his dad. Well, you, can, you can decide now whether you told them or right. not. I feel like I would have mentioned it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it makes sense for Gorbel because of her connection with the uh, magical blood. Well, and so Herstag and Gorb here. Well, I'll I'll compromise. So Herstag and Gorbel were the only other ones that uh, activated the lamp mm. when they touched it. So I assumed that she had some sort of magical properties about her. I'm assuming it activates because Mandorin's me your daddy. Because Mandorin's mm -hmm. my father. Yep, that checks out. Except Wait. we all have magic. Let's keep trying this. Maybe it'll she give us a clue. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't activate the lamp, and neither did Pinwin. So we all have magical abilities and properties about us, but Gorbel and Herstag specifically had something about them that activated an Is it item royal that we blood? got from Mandorin. Or, yeah, specifically Zara's blood. Mm-hmm. Since we know now that they're both children of Zara. Where's the lamp? But where does that leave Maybe me? Maybe you're the children of Zara. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Who's your mom? For, for, for truly? I thought it was Lagaya. You sure about that, horse boy? <laughs> <laughs> I tried yeah, he hung out in the stable horse all boy? the time. Oh, oh yeah. Um, stable boy, okay, so sure. You, you try the key horse again? Boy. All right, Gorbel, you try the key again, and it opens It opens back to the stairwell. Well, that's just part of the pattern. I tried again. It opens back up to your gargantuan mansion. I, I tried again. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it opens back up to the hallway. That's part of the pattern. Okay, Go I'll one do more. it again. It continues 
to open up into the hallway as many times as you do it, Tomar. You're this so is bullshit, this, Tomar. Tomar. <laughs> I'm just imagining him like, let me try. I'm going to try again. Fine. And I'll open the door. Why am I imagining you as Yosemite <laughs> Sam? Like, <laughs> he's essentially a dwarf. <laughs> Penwin, you open the door and it's the hallway. It's a pattern. I'll close it and open it again. <laughs> it's the hallway. Maybe it's still the pattern. It's not. <laughs> it's a new pattern. It, it's going AAB now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a limerick. It's a limerick. I open it a third time. It's the hallway. No! I try it. I, I shove Pinwin out of the way and give it another go. It opens back up to the Gargantian mansion. Oh, why the mansion? Always. At this point, I, I've I've stepped back and I'm leaning against a bookshelf <laughs> and I've lit a pipe Wait. and I'm just like and I'm just like stroking my chin, kind of like, what is this? All right, well, okay, so happening here? Willem had the most places open up. Did it only open up for to my mansion for me? Yes. Okay, so it only works Correct. for one for me. Oh, it's probably because it's my mansion. Right. So. So I'm magically tied to it. Mm-hmm. So Willem needs to be opening these doors. Yeah, why aren't you doing this? What's <laughs> on your chin? <laughs> Slacker? Why are you going like that? <laughs> it's his little scruff of beard. Does what? it itch? Not quite of dwarven <laughs> size. What is wrong with you? Did you huff too much? No, paint? I've been opening a door. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. Says Pinwin. All right. Uh, I yeah. I keep the pipe in my mouth and I walk over and I shut it on the mansion, open it back up to the stairs, shut it again, and cautiously open it just a squeak okay. again. It opens and you see like a just a far-stretching field of green grass and wildflowers and mountains off in the distance. Um, and, yeah, it's it looks really pleasant. Where's that? Do we recognize it? Does it seem familiar at all? Um, to you, Willem, it does not. Hmm. To us? So I, I, I swing the door wide for everybody else. You to guys see. look out, and it looks like you're in the center of the, like, the far depths of the God's Valley. Very not far away from the ancient city. I'm pretty sure I've rolled in that grass. This must have been where Mandorin, he sent his messenger to me with the stone. Oh. that do it. Okay, close it and try it again. Interesting. We have to figure out All how right. to get the right place that we want for this to be useful. You know? Yeah, hang tight. <laughs> the lizard fuck pokes his head in. <laughs> I followed you here. Galash has wares. Now. <laughs> Galash, run to this door. Galash has wares. <sighs> Are you my workshop? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I open the door again. Back to a hallway, and then you open it again, and you hear, as you're opening it, you hear like a... <laughs> and you smell a very strong salt smell. And you crack it open, and... You seem to be sitting on top of a massive stretch of water, like an ocean. And as you look kind of oh. down, you can see that there's like rough rocks around the bottom of the doorway. And it kind of slopes down and then just kind of leads down into water. I'm going to... Is I'm there gonna, a cave? All right. Keep the door open. I'm going to fly out 
Okay. And then I'm going to turn around and look at what we're coming out of. Okay. So, Tomar, you fly out, and you look back, and you appear to be in the middle of the ocean somewhere. It's a long stretch of water where, as far as you can see, and there's this little mound of rock, ancient-looking rock, like it's been there a really long time, and the doorway that you're looking at is, like, all chipped. It looks like driftwood, and it's weird because the door itself when you're outside looks as though it's just like this like really flimsy cheap little door that wouldn't keep water back at all and now that it's open but it definitely doesn't look like that on the inside when you're looking on the outside it's got like the open slats like it looks like a, like a like a pirate cove or something but it's it's roughly maybe 20 feet wide um, and it kind of like grows up and outcrop. It's, it looks to be, other than the door, like an outcrop in the middle of the ocean. Nothing else there. Nothing else. What if I look up? You just see sky. It looks like a pretty pleasant day. It smells very strongly of sea salt, but like the, the sun is in a different position than it was when you guys were in, like when you got to Deep Minster. Obviously, you could surmise that maybe that it's a different time of day, but it also looks like it's in a different position, almost as if you're somewhere very far away from Vildalyn. Okay, I fly back in. Okay, I ha- was there. A, was there a Horcrux? I had out a there? theory. It was wrong. <laughs> For a second, I thought that we were opening up for multiple ziggurats or something, and that. Oh, oh but okay. That's not the case. It's still they're just random locations. At least that one was uh, way far from where we are. Hmm. Was there anything down on that little outcropping of land? Was there anything? It was No, it just it like slowly, yeah, it slowly sloped down into the water. Hmm. It just looks very similar to one of the visions that I had when we slept in the under the tree. Yeah, when we slept under Leathandria. What exactly happened in your vision? Uh so I was on a beach and then it was overtaken by a tsunami, and then I was in the water with Mandorin, who held out his finger that, or no, held out his hand, and it glowed red with a stone, but then, like, the shadow of a spider took it and scuttled down into the depths of the sea. What if Mandorin used that spell to plant those dreams in our head? And they weren't dreams. They were implanted memories that, I don't know. I don't know what he'd gain out of that. Yeah, I mean, if he used that spell to implant those, it's not as nefarious because those visions actually became helpful later for the most part. I mean, Mandorin's been helpful at times. I'm so confused with him being bad. Unless all of the gifts he's given us have been false. Or false. Or Mm double-edged swords. Maybe they're helping him meet some kind of end. Gorbel, you used... Wasn't it the lantern? It fully activated when she used it? Yep. Mm-hmm. What did the lantern do again? When they touched it, it lit up. <clears throat> it only lit up for Herstag, Gorbel, and Psycho. And it had an inscription on it as well. Yep. Once we inspected it. And then that's what transported us to Lewin's Uh, plane. Sort of. It was that, that weird pocket. Um. The pocket yeah. universe. You you guys went to somebody went to Lewin's plane. I went to the plane with Gorbel's mom's memory. Can we go there multiple times? Go where? Through the lantern. Well, it, it kind of, it like imploded. We had to like escape 
out of there because it like imploded on us. It was imploding and we had to get out of there. We should visit Lewin again. Maybe we could get some information from right. from Lewin about the moon gods. That's what I'm thinking. And also the runes and... I don't know. She seemed pretty aloof, out of character. I mean... Lewin isn't the same being as the moon. Uh, right. From what I understand, she just now wields its power. Well, maybe she gains some kind of like memory. What do you think would happen if I went into my mansion without casting it and I came in through this door? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if I would like... I don't know. I'm curious if it would be the same time. If yeah, when I would, it is. Yeah, if I would maybe encounter Wouldn't that be Mandarin. bad? You might encounter yourself. <sighs> what if I make you invisible before you explore? And then then you find Again. Mandarin and then you grab him, <laughs> put him in a headlock and pull him through. <laughs> Wait, or I could do you boil my, his teeth. my other trick. We also don't my want to mislead trap. Trip. That's true. That just doubles you. We don't that want to That just doubles the there, chance though. of them seeing you. No, it makes me invisible. <laughs> I thought it would. I thought it creates I have a ghost in- version of yourself. Yeah, an invisible ghost version, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I could send my invisible person, and then my oh, and then my physical form is just like well, yeah, and that seems way safer because then if something goes wrong with your invisible person, then yeah. The idea of you sneaking around us. Oh, like other versions of us is wacky to me. But if you want to try it, I imagine someone in the group makes a joke, and my invisible <laughs> self like can't stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so when you choose to do something when you're in your ghost form, does your physical form come up to meet it, or do you just dissipate? So, from what I recall, your physical form is just like inert and like sitting there. But the spell ends one. She does something. Oh, did I misuse this before? Now I'm not sure because it sounds like my physical form becomes invisible and then it's just an illusory double of me that can go. uh, That makes sense. I think that's how we used it before. With the. When we snuck up on the king, I think she was invisible. That's. Yeah. Or no, no, I wasn't because I was sneaking and I was doing a whole thing. Now I, I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, you had to sneak. So you wouldn't have had to do that if you were yeah. invisible. Okay. okay. So just let so it make it's you my... invisible. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> that way it's safer. I put my hand but on her shoulder. But is it safer? Because then she can get trapped in there. Because she's sending herself is, in there. Wait, is it just me going in? How many people can you make invisible? One. Damn it. Even at higher levels? Yes. That's whack. It's a dangerous game. Or, or. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have mass. <laughs> what if I, what if I polymorphed into something like a little and bird and just crept in, little unsuspecting bird? But you wouldn't. Oh, I guess yeah. Do you have like the ability to polymorph into like a yeah. spider or something? I can polymorph into anything. Shit. Can you? Fuck. And I can polymorph yeah. you guys too. <laughs> Woo! Maybe do that. Let's. That way, I never I get to do this. That way. Are we going to have a, the borrowers? <laughs> that way we're not split up because there's still ways that this could royally split yeah. up. It also well, this worries is exciting. me, though, if we can't get back here and we need to for some reason. Well, why do we need to go back here? I mean, we've finished everything here and we're... So, sorry, uh, aside, sidebar. At higher levels, when you cast a spell using a spell slot of third level or higher, you can target one additional creature for each slot level above second. So I could, I could do... Yeah, because I think people. you did you and Tomar in that hut. Yep. Oh man, is Mass Polymorph a ninth level spell? 
Yes. Anyway. All right. So we're polymorphing everybody. Yeah. What do we want to? What do we want to become? Um. Are we trying to be inconspicuous or are we trying to be marvelous? Let's just do flies or something. Flies? That's so boring, Tomar. But I mean, I guess. Oh, like gnats? Something really hard oh, to I see. Oh, I don't want to be a gnat. Someone could slap me. Wait, but don't we have the? Uh, what about little birds? Do we only have the abilities of that? Mm-hmm. So would we be able to like actually hear well and see well? I think you would be able to see and hear as well as the animal that you became. I don't know how gnats hear and see. Hmm. I don't know. Also, I should probably like open this door again before I become a gnat. Yeah. What about birds? Birds seem like they hear. Yeah, but they'd be really obvious. But we, but if us, yeah, if we saw just like random birds in Gorbel's mansion, that would rouse We'd be suspicion. Like, Get the hell out of here, birds! And that. What? So if we see ourselves, does that cause a problem, or is it them seeing us? Because I was gonna say, what if we were just Gorbel's servants? And if servants? we're in a different form, does that matter? Whoa! But if we left, then that'd be really. But then we also run the risk because then at that point they could get close enough to us to touch, ah. and I feel like that would be a Cronenberg situation. Yep. Yep. Well, it's not an... I don't think polymorph is an illusion. We literally take the shape of the thing. Yeah, but we're still us. So if they touch us, they're touching right, there, and us. Her people. <laughs> and that could be, be bad. I don't think it was touch specifically. Really? I think it was just encountering them. Well, if you'll I recall... they couldn't be touched. Like, they were just visual. <laughs> so just encountering them is bad, but it's touching interact them is fine. With. That's... That seems counterintuitive. The verbiage is interact. So if we so if we're a creature that's not our form, is it going to is it going to be the same? You guys don't know, but it is always a risk to run. You definitely would want to avoid touching or letting your past selves know that you're there. However, you don't know if it also has to do with the vicinity. The words were interact, so you would be taking a risk in going forward. But we don't even know if our past selves are there right now. So, okay, well, how do we feel about becoming... Or maybe do we just open the door a tiny crack to see and just peek in to see if we can see ourselves in there? And then if we do shut the door really fast, just to be safe, so then we know. I think the in, I think the mass polymorph into insects thing it makes the most sense. If it's something that we actually want to explore, I think that that is the best I just don't laid plan. Accidentally interact with them, and then we have another giant bad can of worms opening up. I can't open the door as an insect, so I'm going to have to open it at least so a you, crack. So you open the door sure. we before get I of polymorph the door. everyone. Then you cast the spell. Ooh, mm. I can use my mirror trick. And just kind other of peek around the, the little crack the and just see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that just gave me like really I creepy vibes for well. some reason. <laughs> like opening a door and then just like somebody with a mirror already like ready to like look in there like. Oh! <laughs> or they're just smiling at the mirror. Yeah, like, I just creep myself. <laughs> yeah, that. dude, I just creep myself the fuck out. Hi, I'm Pinwin. No! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are we doing this? I mean, I don't really see what the point is, but it sounds well, fun. To so see if explore. we if it actually sets us back to a different point in time. Yeah, or that, is, just... that is a good nugget of information to know if we're traversing time as well as space. 
Because what if this puts us back to the point where Mandorin snuck into my mansion? Okay, let's try this. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So, I turn the key again. Okay. Is it my mansion door? It's the hallway, but we'll I turn it again. That, yeah, we'll assume that you did that. And now it is your <laughs> mansion door. You open it just a crack? Just the tiniest bit. Are you yes. going to peek out? With my mirror. Okay. Give me perception. Why? Can't it just be eyesight? That's perception. So do I have bad eyesight too? No, but... Do we have to roll perception for our past selves to detect our current selves? Please say no. That'd be hard because if we were at a different level, then our skills would be a different addition. I percepted so well a 21. Okay, so this looks... Everything looks normal and everything like that, but you do see that there is somebody standing at the end of the hallway at attention... Like a servant, but they don't look like any of your servants. What the fuck? I close a little crack in the door and I turn back to everybody. Someone is, I'm pretty sure someone is pretending to be my servant in there. <gasps> no. Something a... really weird is happening. Oh, I hate it. What if it's actually Mandoran's mansion and every time you enter it, it takes the form of your mansion but he also uses it all the time and he has like his own staff I was gonna say what if it was just not your ma magnificent mansion and someone else's that they have cast it on their own but that I mean that's along the same lines as what yeah. Willem just said but but it's her servants when she walks in it's the one no. that she picked no he just said no. that it was a different servant well, well did the, did the oh, rest of it look like my mansion the rest of it did look very similar to your mansion yeah you wouldn't be able to tell if there was like something out of place maybe, but yeah, it looks pretty much like yours except for that servant. Like the books are all the same in Gorbelified, right? She only looked down the hallway. <laughs> what books? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys still want to go in? I mean, yeah, curiosity. Yeah, I mean, this okay. doesn't change how, that we want to investigate, right? right? I crack it again mm -hmm. and I do one more peek just to see if I can get a better look at that. They're Servant. closer to us down the hallway, but still facing a different direction. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, the servant is now Man, gone. I'm weird. <gasps> this is creeping me out. Shit. But that's the only difference. Fun. Okay. <laughs> Are you guys ready to become house flies? Yeah. Yeah. Mansion flies. They're fancier. <laughs> They've got they, little bow ties. They fly mm -hmm. in flying V patterns. <laughs> they have little monocles. <laughs> so cute. Yeah. How long does this last? This lasts for up to an hour. Ah, oh, should I also connect us through our little fly mines? Do we want yes. to split up? Is it, that that was going to be my question? Like, if we split up, then we might want the bond within the mansion. I mean, yeah, but yeah, we've. Been. I do feel like it might just be important to have the bond because mm -hmm. I don't. I mean, wait, is mass polymorph concentration? Yes. Then you can't... Wait, is telepathic bond concentration? No. Okay. The last time that we messed around with some doors, we all mm -hmm. got separated, and it's a bad idea to not yes. have the bond. Although, I think we did have the bond last time, and the magic or the different planes that we were on negated it anyway, so whatever, who knows? But it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it, True. right? Mm -hmm. Boy Scouts. It could be a waste of my energy, but maybe not. I'll give you a stim pack. Okay, so... Now, are you going to be able to use your ninth level spell if you cast Telepathic Bond? Why not? Why not? What level are you casting Telepathic Bond? 
I'm casting it at fifth level. Okay. <laughs> Is there even an advantage to casting that at a higher level? Not much. <laughs> All of our inner thoughts just inadvertently seep <laughs> we through. We can too. feel each other. And <laughs> <laughs> every single feeling. Your aura! It's fuckle! <laughs> okay. So everybody, look at me. Are you looking? I'm looking. Should yes. I look harder? Okay. Okay, I point at my eyes, then point back at everybody else's, and cast telepathic bond. Connected. Yes, we're in. (laughs) Okay. Well, are you ready? This is gonna feel weird. Yes, Mm -hmm. we've we've morphed before, before. I think. Except it's morphed time. I don't know if I've morphed all of you. I've morphed. Okay. We've all been different things at some point in this adventure. Okay. Now remember that you cannot speak you can't cast spells you can't you, we have the hit points i'm sorry we have the health we have the yeah, fortitude. fortitude we have the fortitude of houseflies right now so please be careful well this is just a recon mission so we shouldn't be engaging it <laughs> with anything pinwin tries to get a little fly bow <laughs> <laughs> okay i like the idea of pulling like the fly trying to pull it out of his little fly pack and then it's real size when you pull it out (laughs) 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 it's just like floating through there (laughs) okay I do it I cast it alright you guys become house flies okay do our does our telepathic bond work your telepathic bond is working perfect alright let's buzz on out of here yeah. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Who's I went too far. Everything. I just, I just keep flying <laughs> into the wall. Everything uh just everything is huge now. And you guys are you see this crack is like it may as well be like 40 feet wide in the the, the crack in the door now. Um as you guys are kind of like this buzzing around. Awesome. I can this see from awesome. all angles. Yeah, you guys' vision is like fractured, but yeah, you can see a lot in one go. It's all, but it all makes sense to your brain. All right, let's go see what we can find. So you guys fly out through the crack in the door. Yeah. All right, so you guys are flying through the hallway. Everything is huge. It's it's the equivalent of like flying through a valley for you guys right now. It is huge in here, and you're buzzing around, and... Are you guys sticking in, in a cluster, or are you guys kind of spread out? I was going to say it's a bad idea to stay mm-hmm. in a cluster. Like, stay in the vicinity, like, within uh, visual contact with each other, but let's not clump up, because that that I feel Resist like that would draw swimming. attention. Yeah. <laughs> this hurts you. All right, so you guys, uh, where are you heading? Down the hall. All right, so you guys fly down the hall, and... <laughs> You guys uh, go around the corner. Um, you're noticing now that there is a subtle difference in the... In, when you get to the next section, Gorble, there's a subtle difference in the color of the wall. It's it's like... Well, not even color. It's like a weird wallpaper. Uh, it looks like stripes. Kind of ugly uh, when you get to this section. Someone redecorated my mansion. Okay, maybe it is Mandoran's mansion instead. Let's go to where there's your where your books are. He would head to the study? Yeah, to the study! So you guys head, you buzz into the study, and you realize very quickly, the fire is roaring, 
and there are several people inside the study sitting around chatting. Oh. What what you see uh, is a young-looking Harkin Blackheart. At least that's what it appears to be. You can also see that there is somebody sitting completely cowled in a dark robe. You can just see the underside of their face. Um, but it, it, you can, it's probably human. Could be a half-elf, could be an elf. Um, but it definitely doesn't look... It's not like the master, necessarily. But it's... <laughs> it's a... Uh, yeah, you've got a heavily cowled person. Uh, you've got a strange-looking man... With uh, he looks to be like maybe a half elf or something. He's got like a almost like a mohawk. It's red. Um, he's kind of he's kind of big, even for a like for a half elf. He's pretty big, and he's got a deep voice when he speaks. And the last person at the table is a halfling, a uh, halfling woman, and she's not saying anything. She's got she's kind of older. She's got like spectacles, uh, on, like on the bridge of her nose that uh, her little yeah bifocals they don't connect. They don't have stems. Um, and they all seem to be chatting very quietly and casually around this fire. We can't hear what they're saying, though. You guys can overhear them a little bit. Uh, do you guys spread out, I imagine, kind of cling to the wall, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Try to be all sneaky-like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Their voices are booming uh, because of the nature of being a fly. Every sound is enhanced for you guys. I assume that's how flies work. We're going to say it is. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, almost seems like it takes a while, but essentially you see what is the young Harkin Blackheart, who looks couldn't be more than like 20 years old at this point. Like a very young Harkin Blackheart, but not dressed in the soldiery costume of his, what you guys remember him, like his very stately garb. Uh, he's wearing like flowing robes, and he he kind of leans forward, He's he's got a serious expression on his face, and he says... He, he seems to be referring to the big, maybe half-elf. Um, it's hard to tell. Uh, and he says, I think that it is a, a very poor idea for you to do this. And the half-elf or elf, it's hard to tell, looks at him, puts his hand on his shoulder, and he says, Mandoran, if you speak out of turn again, I will kill you. And Mandoran looks back and he nods he says all right well i don't i just think that what you're suggesting is it would change the course of many things not just the course of your campaign and he 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 looks like he kind of takes a very firm grip on mandoran's shoulder and he he scowls back and this man is this this man is very like intimidating looking you can tell that everyone in the room is kind of like like set back by him um and he says i will do what it is that i think is necessary in order to secure my nation i will create these things and i will make sure that it is done and the little gnome woman sitting on the chair she pushes her the the fleshers halfling Sorry, sorry, yes, halfling. I apologize. The little halfling in the chair. She pushes her uh, glasses up closer. I, um, I don't think that it is of the best advice, but 
You've never led us astray before, Verdelin, so I suppose that we are going to have to listen to you in this. And he nods. It will absolutely destroy the plague of this land that we have tried so hard to get rid of. And, and Mandoran it looks back. But I think that the destruction of the dwarves is in poor taste. They haven't They've only been our allies until now. And Veldelin, who you now realize is there, uh, that's who that is, you, he, he just shakes his head. The dwarves do not matter. Not, not right now. They will rebuild. But what, what matters right now is ensuring the survival of this realm. We need to get rid of all of the Hobgoblins. We must destroy them. We must destroy the Azimar. And we must establish a new domain. That is what the tree told me. And then they all kind of look to the hooded figure uh, sitting in the chair that hasn't said anything yet. And it's like a quiet moment. And then the hooded figure kind of moves their head slightly and says, Make it so. It's a woman's voice. And the Vildalyn nods and says, She agrees with me. This is what we need to be doing. I will not hear anyone else dismay or wring their hands at what I am trying to accomplish. And you just see, like, Mandoran's, like, countenance kind of fall. He looks very not happy with this as well as the little halfling woman sitting on the chair. Then the hooded individual kind of turns their head to the side. There's someone else here. Abort, abort. <laughs> abort, abort. And, Sneak it out. <laughs> and you watch as the hooded individual like rises up out of the chair, and you don't see feet beneath the robe that they're in. It look. Is it Are they like, roots? Yes, <laughs> Are they roots? It's not roots, but it looks as though they're floating. And they start floating down towards where you guys currently are. What's your plan? Okay. Yeah. But as uh, we're retreating, retreat. I'm going to try to get a really good look at her if I can. Uh, from where you're at, it's going to be real hard to do. Dang. Okay. So you guys fly out of the room. Mm-hmm. And if you were... I do. <laughs> the rest of you guys follow? Yeah. And as you guys are flying back, are you guys did flying you back to the door? No? I did say no. What You're are you going to do? You're not leaving? I'm going to wait there for a minute. <laughs> do you even have good perception? Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, as I start to go... <laughs> oh, man. She just swats So Tomar. you guys are all flying down the... Well, if I notice Tomar is not going, then I'll probably stay back and try to like distance myself a little bit from him, but also I don't want to leave him alone. Okay, so Tomar, what are you doing? <laughs> so, so Willem and Gorbel are going down the hall. Do we notice that they're not? Give me coming? Per- all three of you. Give me perception. You don't have to, Tomar. I did a crit, and it's 24. Woo. Reliable talent, baby. 19. 28. You don't have to, Tomar. Oh. 26. 
Okay, so you guys all do notice that Tomar is not moving. Tomar, Tomar. what are you doing? Come on. I want to see who it is. What if they what if they get you though? It looks much more conspicuous if multiple flies are flying at once. <laughs> That's what flies do. It's in the name. Um What well, are you guys I, gonna do? I at least wanna, hide. I, the, the person I'm, is like floating towards you. Okay, guys. I don't want to leave you alone. The, I'll just I'm hide on the, the side door. near, but not right by you. I'm out the I'm out the room. Okay. That's Willem, smart. you head you head down the room. Gorba, what are you doing? Or down the hall? Um, I'm heading to like the doorway, mm-hmm. but I'm going to kind of hang there. Okay. And the person in the hood, kind of. And everyone, give me a stealth roll, except for you, Willem. Um, everyone, get, uh, you oh, three, I give me critted. a stealth stealth roll. But you're gonna have to take off two. Oh, Why? No. Because you're a fly, so wouldn't, you don't have. Wouldn't the, I be better at stealth than Tomar? Who but you have, you have like no, you have diminished skills because you're a fly. What is the? Okay, so we would need to know the flies. That's like, true. Dex bonus. That's kind of why I was doing the negative two just to make it easier. Like just because there would be, they wouldn't be as fast as a level twenty human or sneaky. You'd think they'd have very good perception, though, because they can see really well. So if we can get just close enough. Can we crit skills? No? No. Damn. I mean, I would argue that a fly is faster than a normal human, because if you're trying to swat one, they're flying all around. But that's not hidden more. This is stealthy. Yeah, but stealth goes off of dex as a mechanical bonus. Let's see here. All right. This is a this is a homebrew thing, but everything I've seen so far actually gives flies a lot better stats, principally because of what you said, huh. uh, Tomar. So Woo. they've got a high dex and a high wisdom, but low everything else. So the dex would be plus seven to Whoa. anything that you roll. So go ahead and give me stealth plus seven. So okay. whatever you got. Twenty-seven. My birthday. Is that also what you got? <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. I got um thirteen. Okay. Twenty one. Okay. Gorbel, the hooded figure <laughs> looks over at you, raises its that hand. That was with plus seven? Yeah. Dang. And raises its hand and give me a deck save, so it'll be plus seven. What about don't forget about inspiration? What does inspiration get me? Uh advantage. Oh, do I want to use inspiration on that? I rolled an 18. No. Uh, I'm not going to use my inspiration yet. Um, so, 25. No, 25. So you watch as you can, it's almost like you can see everything slowed down because you are a fly, and you see magic starting to collect at the tip of a gloved finger and is going to direct itself right at you. So you were able to actually watch, and as the magic moves slower than you would have thought normally possible, and you're able to buzz out of the way. Can I this... see who it is since I'm closer then? Or at least what they look like? Uh, give me uh, perception, and you're going to have a plus... Um, you're going to have a plus five to your perception. I can too. If you'd like, yeah. Yes. Oh, oh. I rolled a crit again. Holy fuck. Dang. 25. 
Also 25. Wait. Okay. Plus five? Yeah. Wait, you rolled a 22? No, my bonus plus the five. Oh, total. we're adding our bonuses too? Wait, what bonus? Okay, what is a fly's perception? He then? said plus five. 20. A fly's perception is 20? Yeah. Oh, well then, yeah. 20. Well, sorry, their wisdom is 20, so it would be a plus five to their to their perception. So are we adding our modifier plus that? No, you're just, because you don't so have the So it'd be 19. Skills. Okay. 19, okay. So uh, you catch a glimpse underneath the cowl of what appears to be like some sort of like, you want it, both of you guys see this, what appears to be some sort of like deterioration on the face. You still can't see underneath the hood necessarily, but you can see just enough that it looks almost like rotten. Like rotted wood. Does it look like a wood face? It doesn't look like a wood face. No, it looks like a, or it doesn't look like a wood face. It looks like a, like a, a, a rotting, like human flesh almost. Hmm. Who do we know that's rotting? I mean, I mean, you could still be like. I mean, have we checked the bag lately? I don't know why you're focused on <laughs> Lanthandria. I know he said the tree told me, but that doesn't mean the tree is I there. I know. Um. I mean, but it, it's. It sounds more like a an important woman voice. It sounds more like a Calcifer slash Thundara sort of person. That is. They sounded soft spoken. I don't mean their their voice. I just mean. Did the, the voice of what sound they are. familiar? How about that? No, not that you could tell. Oh, okay. Well then, maybe. All right, I'm gonna that. head down the hallway. Okay. Okay, I'll follow. All right, you guys all buzz down the hallway. And as you, so Willem, are you now, you've, have you just gone through the door again? No, I'm out in the hall. Okay. You see the, these other three flies come buzzing around. And then since you're, I'm assuming facing that way, waiting for them, mm-hmm. you see right behind them moving very quickly without moving at all, it, like no feet or anything, just floating be- back behind them is this cowled form, like just like, like coming after you guys. Oh man. Like, we can tell that it definitely sees us and... It, it knows that there's us. something up. Are you going to warn us? Maybe we can lead it out of the door into the tower and close the door. Ooh, I wonder if it would even be able to exist out there. Did you ask me if I was going to warn you? Because you <laughs> guys are now running from it. <laughs> yeah, you guys Do can see it, too. we know it's right there, though? Because he yeah, was saying you guys that can see it. Could see- Oh, okay. I was just I saying it from his perspective. <laughs> okay. So he knows okay. what's going on. So you guys are all like being chased by this thing. Okay. Come on, guys. Let's get out of here. All right. So you guys fly towards the door. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. You fly through the crack. Are you get? What are you guys gonna do now? I'm dropping my concentration. Cl- and closing did we the close door. the door? You wouldn't have been able to. So, so it's still open. Just a crack. Yeah. I was gonna drop my concentration and close it. Okay. So we're not luring her into the tower. Do we want to? Why not? We want to find. Wait, think, we might want to think find it, out to who me. it is. Oh, I am thinking it to you. Oh, okay. So we're luring her in? I'm sorry, my my speaking voice and out-of-character voice are the same. Can we trap her? (laughs) Okay, do we want to lure her in and drop our form back to our normal form immediately, or do we want to stay in fly form for a second? We want to be able to close the door so she can't get out. Okay, so we fly back. I bet she doesn't even come in. Like, this, this, whatever this being is probably senses that something's amiss yeah, and won't it's, just like... it's definitely not guaranteed. I just want to see what happens. All right, let's do it. Let's go. 
So you're doing what with the concentration? I'm I'm holding it for now. Okay. You guys you guys watch as a, as gloved fingers wrap around the door and push it open, but then when it pushes open, there's nothing there now, and it looks to be that blank spatial spot out into like darkness and stars. Hmm. Whoa. So this is like the default zone <laughs> out here. Hmm. Well, I would think that the stairs, the stairway would be the default zone. I mean, the the magic that is powering this door, this is the default space where it's like pulling the magic from. You know, oh, you that's get fair. what I'm saying? That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Like if this would be the inside of the bag of holding for the door. <laughs> This okay. is its true form. What did we just see? Well, the Mandorin has been around way longer than we thought. And he was that was halfling? In with the halfling one. from the council? Was it the halfling from the council? There was no halfling on the council. It was, there was a, gnome a gnome woman. Yep. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, I know I said gnome. I probably threw you through a loop there. That was an accident. Pinwin, you didn't recognize that halfling, did you? Like maybe did it's I? an ancestor or something? Give me history. Mm? It's Grandma Tootie. With an advantage. <laughs> that went so far. Use a different one. Oh, it's not going to roll as good. You said with advantage. Oh, no, I rolled 19. That's pretty good. Okay, so perception is... History. No, history. Oh, history, duh, yeah. So 19 plus... 24. 24. Okay. It's Grandma Gertie. So, in the history of the halflings... You know, Pinwin, that Shadeholm wasn't always the home of halflings. In fact, a lot of halflings, like, they, the rumor and the ancient histories are that they had control of the entire Blue Valley. That was their home. And they eventually kept getting kind of closed off and closed off as their numbers dwindled, and they ended up primarily existing in Shadeholm, while other groups came to the Blue Valley in search of different, you know, different things and different ways of life, uh, kind of secluded from the rest of Veldalin while still being part of it. But you know that one of the first halflings to settle in Blue Valley and bringing her entire clan with her was a woman called Wingy Zapdingle. And... <laughs> The infamous <laughs> Wingy Zap Dingle. <laughs> Wingy Zap Dingle. And actually, she is, coincidentally, an ancient ancestor of yours. Whoa. She was a She was a shrewd woman who was very, very gifted at coming up with kind of political schemes in order to kind of keep her, her people well-fed and well-taken care of, and she was an advisor at one time to Veldolin. Hmm. The ancient hero. Back before everything kind of turned into Veldolin, the country. Hmm. Grandma, Z- Grandma Wingy Zap. Who was, who, was the, who was the leader of the... What was it? The Bloody Brawlers that ended up being a dickhead? That was Raelodian, and he is a descendant of Vildlin. Okay. And his brother Arngrim became the first 
king in the Arngrim line. Why would she be evil? What do you mean? Isn't she evil? I mean, she's at working this point, with there's, At this point, there isn't really any just like... I mean, I guess she was against evil. what he was suggesting. What was the whole thing with the dwarves? Yeah. Well, we know that they were Veildolin was... Goblins. Veildolin... It was Veildolin or Rhaelodian. I think it's Veildolin. Right? That was behind, like, partially behind the activation of the cataclysm inside the Beldarak. Yeah, you guys learned that when you went to the Beldarak. He sent an envoy there to sort of do something that you're not sure of. But we but also chased yeah. the joint. We, then after the fact, we found out that the Soul Forge is a like a seal that we mm-hmm. opened. So maybe they were trying to activate it at the time. Oh. Mm-hmm. But we know that through this door now, the main thing we learned is that we can go through time, like, backwards if we need to. Yeah. Huh. I wonder if it opens to that same time every time. Good question. Not that I particularly want to go back. Try it again. Do we need to identify the key or the door? If we identify one of these things, then we'll know what it does. I hold the key in one hand and I touch the Wait, door with I'm the still, other. We're still flies. Do you guys want to not be flies anymore? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. I dropped my concentration. It was kind of nice to poop freely. <laughs> <laughs> you were pooping? I mean, what? the whole time? <laughs> the whole time? The whole time? Definitely during the last bit. I got scared. <laughs> yeah, so I I hold the key in one hand and I push the door shut with my other hand and I hold my hand on that on the door. I don't know if this is going to work, but and I cast identify. You will have to select one of them. I toss the key to Tomar and Ooh. I cast identify. Okay. okay. And what you guys learn is that this is a uh, a transmutation spell that is when the two are combined, this key only works on this doorway. It was crafted long, long ago. And you know that if you turn the key to the right now, you will cycle through six locations of the choosing of the person who originally cast the spell. If you turn it to the left, it'll go the opposite way through the... The same selection? Yep, the same selection. Okay. And it always, so there are six locations that have been predetermined. And you know that in between each one, acting as a failsafe, it returns to its regular state of the hallway. So what are are the other two? Uh, You don't don't know that because the nature of, you'd have to actually open them because the nature of the spell doesn't dictate where they are. Just that's what the spell does. Okay. So if we keep turning it the same direction, we'll get those locations. You'll cycle through, yeah. Okay. Uh, did it did it explain why only two people could use it? So it probably would. Um, basically, the only person who can cycle through all of them would be Willem, because the spell dictates that he's one of the people that can use it. The pers- the only reason it goes to that one place is because it is tied to Gorble. And she's the only one who can get you to that location. The blank space, the space with the stars and stuff, that is what the state 
looks like if it's not Gorble using the door. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the locations? One of the Technically, six? yes. Okay. okay. But if only, if wow, anybody but that's Gorble... interesting. Okay. Yeah, if anybody but her uses it, it'll just be a blank space in stars. Huh. Interesting, yeah. Weird. So everyone who has a Magnificent Mansion spell, they're literally opening the same mansion, but it... In their own twist. It populates differently <laughs> for them when they open it. Mm, that's not how it's supposed to work. So there is something weird. So about they're hijacking that. it, like yeah, a hijacked am... room of requirement. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I am not exactly. doing a mansion timeshare. I did so many <laughs> baths in there. <laughs> Me too, Pinwin. We, I braided so many hairs. They're gonna learn my braid tricks. <laughs> well, we gotta find out what those other locations are, right? I mean, if we're I... screwing with the door this long. Yeah, yeah. I hold my hand up to Tomar to toss the key over. Definitely, I do a spin move and toss the key. Oh, I, you you also learned that uh sorry, this is important. Uh the which whichever amount that you want to move it to, you just click the key that many times. Hmm. Sweet. Can I assume that it's going to resume from the position that I left it at and not start over since Gorble did her mansion? No, it will re- it will restart with her position, which you know is that first position that you opened, which is also interesting to know. So if you turn it right more, you'd go to location two. Yeah, you can call that location one. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I do. Are we count? <laughs> are we counting <laughs> the stairs? Yes, the you have to count the stairs? the stairs. So you would okay, do double. Gotcha. So close stairs space stairs space. Swamp, or sorry, stairs, space, stairs, swamp, stairs, Beldarak, stairs, God's Valley, stairs, new location, open. You open to the ocean. That you ah, saw yeah, there before. was an ocean one. That's, that's one that I didn't have. Okay. Ocean, close, stairs, new location, open. It opens to, weirdly, you're looking out at like wooden floor and uh, looks like a, some sort of balcony and a low ceiling and there's a warm fire on the other side of it and you can hear a bunch of people talking below and kind of having a good time. Uh, the smell immediately, you smell alcohol. Is this, is this the, <laughs> is this where we were holed up in Ravenmore? Hold up, uh, what? what? Our HQ with Aro. Oh, no, it is not. Is it uh, the bar? Is it Pinwin's bar in Wolf's Rest? It is not. It is some sort of tavern, though. Does anyone recognize it? It's not the main it? drag, is it? Uh, give me. No, it's not a, the main drag. Give me a history check. Come on, history. 18. <laughs> that reliable 19. talent. 21. 21. Actually, I'm so sorry. I'm st- I'm dumb. You guys would recognize this. Oh. I apologize. This is this is the Scuzz Shack, which you guys will recall. Ew, that sounds. Was gross. that was that tavern in Ravenmore all the way back in the day, where you guys saw that really awesome like bard group, and uh, Willem danced with that uh, halfling girl um, wow. in the crowd. It's a way back one. 
Nice. Yeah. And Penwin, you've never been here before. So. Right. Yeah. I wasn't even on the podcast. Oh, it wasn't even podcast times. I wasn't even on. Yeah. You were Lewin. I was Lewin. So, yeah. But it looks to be. It, it looks to be less raucous than it was then, but it's definitely, um, it's definitely similar. It looks a little bit different as if it was somehow inside the facade was changed a little bit, but. So in this okay. instance, Ravenmore exists still. Correct. Mm. Ooh. Can we get something from Ravenmore? Oh. I wonder what time it is. Yeah. Is Kurdu Fish Trapper? In Will's Rest? Yeah. Okay. We saved Kurdu. Okay, cool. Kurdu's cool. Yeah, he is. Unless he's a traitor. Unless he's a traitor. <laughs> he's Kurdu not a traitor. fish traitor. I mean, he was a higher up person in Ravenmore. He, he was, was always to cool Fundara, to us. As a traitor would be. Until they do the traitin. <laughs> <laughs> Trick or trait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just sleep deprived enough to wear that killed me yay <laughs> should we go in absolutely yeah i can't i we can't be flies let's we find out what flies. the location is for it we I can mean, the just next, sneak there we gotta find out what the last location is and then wasn't we can, that it okay there's one more right nope no, that's no, the that last one. six oh that was the sixth one yep because the fifth was ocean i don't know if we can go in as ourselves because we might see ourselves i mean depending on what time i wasn't there how would That's I true. recognize that? You Send Pinwin in. Okay. We're still bonded telepathically. Yeah. Yep. Can we hide out down here? Like inside the door? So it does like so we don't get separated, separated, you know? Like is this like are there a bunch of people here or is this like a corner? not where you're there's not a bunch of people where you're at this is it seems to be on a like a raised upper area and if you were to look out you'd see rooms on either side this looks like it so it's like a mezzanine yes like a little balcony okay. area of mezzanine I'm okay with hunkering down up here okay let's do it let's go okay, Pinwin get as much info as you can absolutely <laughs> I won't leave with hi this is Pinwin Penwin, the moment you step outside, you can see that hey, there's like a drunken looking half elf man kind of stumbling towards you. He's holding a, a stein and he looks looks you up and down. And then he looks past you. You guys have never seen this man before. And he looks past you at you guys kind of standing there in the doorway. And he looks beyond and he's just like, whew. Uh, no wonder these rooms are so expensive. Look how big they are inside. And he just keeps walking. <laughs> Walking along. It's <laughs> a close one. <sighs> <laughs> All right, Pinwin. Fucked. Okay. Um, time to go exploring. So, just for main main questions that we're wanting answered. Um, who's here? Oh, when is here? When? Okay, I'm going now. <laughs> <laughs> when is here is the main question. <laughs> okay, I will make my way on down. Try to okay, so you like start trumping down, and you see that this place is pretty packed. It looks fun. This looks like your perfect environment. You you see there's several people behind bar, kind of slinging drinks, and there's a server kind of walking through, handing things out, and uh, it it looks uh, it looks like a, a really fun environment. And there's people just all the tables are packed, uh, and there's a, you can see that there's a small stage in the back um, where probably someone might perform at some point, and uh, but nobody's performing right now. But you just kind of 
you just gonna kind of saunter on down the the stairs and into mm-hmm. the thick of things? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, you see a lot of different types of people. Not many. You don't see any halflings. Um, you do see. Uh, you see like some half orcs, you see some humans, half elves, elves. You mm, see like maybe one or two gnomes. Uh, but yeah, it's it's pretty there's just a like a big cacophony of noise and sound and fun ha- being had here. Nobody's paying attention to you. Okay. Um so I'll go ahead and try and can I try and find someone who's like who seems pretty drunk and friendly? Yes. That seems safe. <laughs> yes. The answer is okay. yes. All right. I'll, I'll go to the first person who seems super friendly and drunk. You can see that there's these two people sitting at the uh, the end of one of the tables. It's a half elf and a human. And they look to be like arguing in good humor. And uh, they, they're just kind of like, no, 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 mate. You, you don't understand. No. Here's the thing. If you go into the Hawthorne Valley then you will miss out on some of the best hunts. I'm telling you, the best hunts are in the expanse. That's where all of all the cool creatures are. So if you're anybody that wants a chance in the hunt, that's where you want to go. And the other guy just kind of nods. He's like, this whole time I was thinking, go to the Hawthorne Valley, it's so big. But you know what? That probably counts against it because it is so big. It's probably hard to find any animals that are worth bringing back for the hunt. It's a lot more dense in the expanse. That makes so much sense. I don't know why I didn't think of it before. And the guy just kind of nods. He's like, well, you, you stick with me, mate, and you, you'll understand. Like, my team is the winning team. We're going to take it this year. Don't you worry. I'm going to pop just- my head up over by their table and be like, what year is this? You're hunting in the expanse? <laughs> <laughs> and they both look over like, <laughs> then they look at each other and like, <laughs> what year is it? Well, you must have had a bit much to drink if you Tell can't even me. remember that. What year is it? Oh, <laughs> well, I think you better sober up, me lad. I think uh, <laughs> the spirits have gone straight to your brain. Oh, right, pull up a seat. Uh, we've got some water here if you'd like to drink it. I, I suppose I, I maybe should, but... Uh... Are you, are you going to act drunk at all? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yes. Other than what he is now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um. What's your name, lad? What's your name? Larry. Larry. What? What's What's your surname, Larry? I don't see many uh, halflings around here. You're a halfling, right? You're not just a short human or something, or maybe a maybe a gnome that um, yeah, needs a meal. Me. I'm a gnome. You've been drinking a lot too. Uh, well... Do you even know what year it is? Uh, uh, I, I definitely do. That's a very adversarial stance to take, though, for a gnome that looks like a halfling. What's your name, lad? I don't look like a halfling. I told you I'm Larry. Larry, Larry, sir. that's right, Larry. What's your surname? Sir. Sir? <laughs> <laughs> Larry, sir? Larry, sir. Uh, all right, Larry, sir. Well... You just happen to be sitting with two of the best hunters in Ravenmore. Who don't even know the year it is and are hunting in the Expanse. What's wrong with the Expanse? There's way better hunting spots. I mean, seriously, what year even is it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Roll persuasion? (laughs) And remember, you do get a plus two. 
it's already on. Can I use inspiration? Yeah. Sure. Just like shaming them into revealing the year. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, I'm using persuasion, right? <laughs> There's just mm -hmm. a calendar hanging behind oh, the bar. Not terrible. Okay, seventeen. Uh, they both kind of look at each other and they're like, "All right, we'll play along. What year do you think it is, Larry, sir, <laughs> sir Larry? You know, your name kind of sounds like the titles they give to those knights." Maybe I'm a knight. <laughs> but yeah, the year. They, they like I'm look not at each other. I'm going to tell you what the year is. I think you don't know the year because you're hunting in the expanse, you fools. Once again, what's wrong with the expanse? I don't think you know what you're talking about. I don't think you know what you're talking about or what year it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how about this? Since you're that many sheets to the wind, you play a game. You win, we'll tell you the year. What game are you talking? What's your favorite game? You can name the game, but if we win, you have to tell us why The Expanse sucks. I mean, pretty much any drinking game. Duh. Uh, you gotta be more specific than that, Larry, sir. I've You're sitting here <laughs> with Edgelin Hardy and Ruly Bane, two of the greatest hunters that this place has ever seen. So make with make with your game. Might be good at hunting, but not so good at drinking. Pinwood, what's going on down there? You know what? Why not? Why not do a drink off? Just a general, standard of the mill drink off. I can drink more than you without. Um. Well. Well, I think that's apparent. You've obviously drank more than us. You don't even remember the year. And I guess I don't want them both to pass out. Hmm. Pinwood, what's going on down there? I'm trying to convince these people to tell me what year it is by acting really drunk, and they're also really drunk. But I'm trying not to be obvious. If they're not working, you can move on. But they offered playing a game, and then they tell me. Why would you... Someone knows just for sure. You can just <laughs> ask someone else. Maybe and they'll the probably be like, hey, be more this friendly. is the year. <laughs> it... You know what, fellas? You know what? I I love to play a game, but I just think I think you're too you're too drunk. You don't even know what year it is, so I'm gonna go. Oh no, see we're gonna we're, oh, okay, 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 <laughs> okay. Someone sounds scared to lose a game, but that's fine. That's I'm fine. I'm not gonna play with people who don't know the year. You're not gonna play because you know you're gonna lose. No, I will so win, but I'm totally not gonna give time of day to people who are so drunk they don't even know the year because then that's like um it's not even fair then because i'd super beat you that's very <laughs> crafty the, the statement you just made you definitely hoodwinked us into revealing our hand no play the game have some fun make some friends larry come on don't you like friends or are you one of them loner types what do oh, you no. think pinwin's weakness friends <laughs> <laughs> What, well, I just think you're not being very... What you suggest, then? How about, uh... I don't know. How about we play quarters? Okay, what's quarters? Well, we can make it simple since you're drunk. I'll flip a coin. You decide what it is. And if you win, then we'll tell you. If we win, you tell us about the expanse. Real simple game. Even you can follow, Larry. Okay. Real quick. I'm going to cast Invisibility on myself. Okay. And 
I'm gonna make my way down to where Pinwin is. Okay. Just do not interact with yourself. <laughs> and yeah, I find myself immediately and I put my penis <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> and I think to Pinwin, here, use this. And I like reverse pickpocket <laughs> uh, Pinwin some a couple of items. Okay. Is it a two headed coin? Yes. One yes. of them is. <laughs> and uh, the other are those bracers that I can't find for the life. Tavern of me. bracers? Yeah. What do they do? They basically give you. You get like a advantage. plus two in game, like tavern, any kind of like ga- okay. games. Uh, and then you can also have advantage. All right. I'll do. That's awesome. Thanks. So the tavern bracers, when wearing these leather bracers, any tavern games or festival games will be your plaything. You'll have advantage when engaging in them as well as an additional plus two to any roll you make. All right. And then coin of certainty, a coin that has a dragon emblazoned on one side and a large X on the other. When flipped, this coin will always land dragon side up for the one attuned to it. So that won't be of much help. Plus, you're playing quarters anyway, so mm. just go with the uh, the bracers. Okay. So Sounds yeah, good. I I reverse pick pocket the bracers into Pinwin's back pocket and vamos okay. back up to the balcony. So advantage and plus two. Yes. Cool. Okay. All right. I'll play your game of quarters. You see, you slip those on. Yeah. Oh, uh, some pretty sweet bracelets she got there, Larry. They're my gaming bracelets. Dude. Oh, you take this pretty serious, huh? All right, mm-hmm. well. All right, in that case, here's what we're going to do. I'll flip this coin here, and then you have to tell me what side is up. So he flips it, and you can now give me a perception roll, add advantage, and then add two. Okay. Yeah, being completely stone-cold sober and him being pretty drunk, it's a very, like, lopsided flip, and you're easily able to watch it as it falls, and you can see that he's not even that that quick. Like, maybe for an average person, it would be a quick slap, but you're a level 20 adventurer, and you immediately see that uh, the tails side is up. Okay. That's so tails. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, well, I th- oh, shit, it is Tails, damn it. All what right. year is L- it? You don't even know. Larry, Ugh, fine. Well, if you must know, Larry, it is the year 373. Yeah, right, liar. I'm not lying. Why would I lie about the year? Because you're super drunk. Maybe it's not 373. He sits and thinks. No, it's 373. Yeah, it's 373. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm 33, and I was born in 340. So yeah, 373. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. If you th- are so sure, I guess I can tell you why the expanse sucks. Wait, you don't have to. You won. Yeah, but I'll, I'll throw you a bone. Wow, that's that's a nice, that's a cool guy move of you, Larry. Why does the expanse suck? The expanse sucks because I heard the creatures moved out. <laughs> <laughs> they don't uh, live there anymore. Give me deception. <laughs> this is where Pinwin turns darkest timeline, Pinwin. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting now. 
He's like, oh man, I like lying to people. <laughs> Eleven? Pinwin's Eleven. Alright, eleven. He doesn't buy it. He's like, Larry, you drunk. But you're you're a good sport, Larry. And at that moment, the front the door of the tavern pushes open, and all of you peeking over can see, including you, Pinwin. Everybody gets silent as a group of black robed individuals sorry, black cowled individuals wearing very it's not they're not robes, they're like black armor, black clothing, and wearing black masks with different designs step into the tavern and everyone gets very quiet as they watch and you hear uh, Ruli over on the other side of the bar is like well blimey it's the bleak gathering and that's where we're gonna end for the night Ooh. sweet am I gonna get obliterated no uh, no uh, can <laughs> you explain to the audience who the Bleak Gathering were? I forget. The Bleak Gathering were the group of hunters that cinched the hunt every single year in Ravenmore until you guys showed up. That was the year they took second place. They're very quick, very nimble, and they don't speak, and they all wear like pretty much identical black outfits, but each of their masks has a different design on it. That always seems kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, and nobody knows their true intention or anything about them. Bunch but yeah, monkey lie. So, all right. Uh, why don't you guys tell me why you deserve five points of boon? Sipping them bracers, son. Yeah, that was good. Polymorph. Um, polymorph, yeah. Getting risky snakes. by hanging back and not <laughs> running away. Um, getting risky by going right in and, <laughs> and trying to convince them that they don't know the year. So then they tell me the year. We need to start just identifying things immediately. <laughs> yeah. Any new things. Boop. Um, all right. Damn so, um, uh, yeah, you guys all get five points of boon. Woo. 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 Now it's time for tonight's MVPC. Valuable player character. That's right. You vote for the person who deserves to get an additional five points of boon all on their own for tonight's episode. Now, for the audience at home, you'll be they will be voting by picking the number. Willem is one, Tomar is two, Pinwin is three, and Gorbel is four. On the count of three, they will hold up their fingers, indicating the number of the person that it corresponds to. Pretty easy. Take a moment. The episodes got merged together. I can't remember what happened in this episode. This was all door stuff. Okay. Does everybody know who they're going to pick? Yes. Yeah. All right. One, two, three, vote. All right. We've got two votes for Pinwin and two votes for Gorble. Okay. Um, let's see here. Willem, hold yours up again. Why'd you vote for Gorble? Uh, because she was able to get us all in there as flies and, uh, did the telepathic bond, which also helped with the tavern and just super helpful stuff all around, mm -hmm. a making it easier for us to navigate not have to worry about necessarily super bumping into ourselves and being able to be sneaky sneakies. And I helped. <laughs> nice. I'm doing my part. Uh, like Pinwin, why'd you vote for Gorble? Um, because I was suggesting being birds, and then she turned us into flies, and that was really good. It would be bad if we were following any advice of mine, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was really good. All right. 
Tomar, why'd you vote for Pinwin? I thought the subterfuge was really funny. And the pretending to be Larry Sir. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that got me good. All right, and Gorbel, why'd you vote for Pinwin? Yeah, same. But Pinwin was also the only person that we could safely send in there, so that made him super valuable. But he also entertained me a ton. <laughs> Yay. All right, good. So that means tonight is a split MVPC between Pinwin Dingo Root and Gorbel Ice Tower. Yeah. Wow. You may each take three points of boon. Just, just enough for a boon. Wait, nice. no. Oh, yeah, no. Because I didn't get... Oh. 35 oh, yeah, for no. you. 35 for me. Yeah, it's my last 35 one. Oh, yeah, nice. How many is it now? 50. Oh. <laughs> Dizam. See you in a few months. Um, me for sure. Cause... See you 2021. All right, Penwin, you gain the boon of resilience. You have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage from non-magical weapons. Some powerful creatures' natural weapons, i.e. claws and teeth, are still considered magical. So you will have resistance to those. All right. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Taking less damage is always dope. Yes, (laughs) it is, considering how I recently took a bunch of damage. (laughs) That was scary. That was magical, though, I think. Yes. All right. So that's it for tonight's episode, folks. Uh, Thanks for listening. Thanks for playing, you guys. Uh, That was fun. Uh, We'll see what happens in the next episode. Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. And thanks to all of you listeners. Thanks for like, subscribing, and following and downloading all of our uh, stuff. And thanks for listening, as always. Check out our Patreon. See if there's anything that trips your trigger. And please, if you do like what you hear, please consider uh, rating us on uh, all the podcasting platforms and Uh, iTunes. If you really, really like us, give us five stars. Um, But why would you ever give us anything else? Please don't take that as a challenge. Oh my God. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, that's it uh, for us tonight, folks. I am your host and DM Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye. You don't even know the year. some unmelted Velveeta on uh, an untoasted corn tortilla the other day. Gross! No. That's desperation. Oh, yeah, that is full-on desperation. Why are we listening to your opinions? <laughs> <laughs> you probably should sound nasty. Lunchables, do you consider it a snack oh, or a meal? Man. Bullshit. Okay. I consider them trash. Heaps. Whoa. Hot tags. Mm. No, it's not a hot take. It's a correct take, Lindsay. <laughs> Were you one of those kids oh, in school man. that couldn't afford Lunchables? And then you... Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you and Billy. <laughs> Absolutely. 
it's the ham ones, and those seem to be so. <laughs> They're so I love gross. like a little ones. ham so circle. Gross. The ham, yeah. is, <laughs> the ham is like processed as hell, probably. Yeah, I'm it's sure. Like, it's it was slimy. like floating. In, why is it so wet? I don't know. <laughs> it's but wet. I love it. It's slimy. <laughs> And it looks like somebody just took an X-Acto knife and yes. stenciled a circle <laughs> around Freddy Krueger's fucking face. Ham. And it has been my favorite for years. All ham is kind of wet. And that's all Tom's parents had <laughs> were Lunchables. <laughs> were they the lunch- only hey, people It sounds kind of like you're ungrateful because you ate all their shit, Billy. <laughs> I did. Like, I did. Oh, I would go over sucks. there and no, I would no, eat no. it. I would eat it. And I, and they had the and they had my least favorite pop tarts too, and I would eat those begrudgingly. The uh, brown. Those are the best oh, ones. Those are oh. the worst. No, those are fucking awful. Was it a lady's jean jacket? I don't know. Long armed lady. I love that song. Long armed lady. <laughs> Long armed lady, get me the can on top of the shelf. <laughs> so we could put our love notes in it and maybe some corn tortillas too <laughs> I, just, I just want one realistic Mountain Dew commercial where they drink Mountain Dew and they're not doing extreme sports they're just like this <laughs> I'm like half asleep and that's why the Brian Cranston one is so accurate. He's going yes. crazy. <laughs> the Mountain Dew yes. commercial that I imagine, it's a couple of people sitting around drinking Mountain Dew. Maybe one's drinking a diet Mountain Dew and they're having a great time <laughs> chatting and cackling while they're smoking their reds. And then one of the kids runs up and steps on the cherry from the cigarette and starts crying. <laughs> and they and put it out with the Mountain Dew. Neutralize <laughs> <laughs> the burn. This. You have a button down on for work. <laughs> Crop it. Tuxedo. A nice sport coat. <laughs> Crop it. Corduroy Winter jacket. Coat. <laughs> There's nothing that wakes you up to the cold, hard reality of life than realizing as a child when you finally do obtain that thing that you saw on the commercial on Nickelodeon that one yeah. night. And then it like none of that shit, none of that life changing like paintbrush come over the screen and your whole fucking world is brighter. <laughs> none of that happens. And you're just like, it's all a lie. Everything's a lie.